the hard shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Okay, well, let's go down to earth now, as we do always at this time. And if you want to uh, play back or or if you're interested in all of Cara Gustenberg's pieces, uh, it's on our podcast uh, collection. Do go onto the website and and you'll see it there. All right. As alluded to earlier, uh, we're going to try and calculate for individuals how you can assess your own carbon footprint from your lifestyle, from your life choices. Before doing so, the first item we had on today's programme was flight shaming, whereby we had an aviation expert on the show, basically uh, uh, Alex Mucheros, uh, saying that um, this is becoming a huge issue for the aviation industry and that people, people say, uh, are looking at surface travel. Uh, both within the continent of Europe and in terms of the US, and that that it it really has become an issue. Um, I noticed that in your footprint you haven't included aviation, have you? Well, I have given up flying this year, so I'm hoping to not fly at all, and uh, that's part of the reason I stood down from Friends Earth Europe based in Brussels, is because there were a lot of trips uh, as part of that job. So, And I'm really glad to hear that flight shaming is becoming a thing, because just today I was in the gym and my young fitness instructor said to me, where are you going on holiday? And I said Inishbofen, and he said, well that's not a holiday because you're not actually going anywhere. Uh, so, you know, to get that idea idea into the consciousness that actually you don't have to leave the country to have a holiday. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to Galway and Wexford and so on. But the point I'm trying to make to you is, can we calculate from an aviation perspective, if you do so many air miles, that is a part of your carbon footprint. Can you, can you calculate that? Because we're going to, to, to delve into people being able to calculate their own carbon footprint. Well, let's start with aviation. Yeah, that, it's very easy to do. And actually, the, the EPA website recommends three carbon calculators on, on their website. The one that I've used most for, for flying is carbonfootprint.com. And you can actually type in any uh, starting point and destination in the world and how you get there, be it by plane, ferry, train, boat, and, and you can see the differences in your carbon footprint as a result of taking these different modes of transportation. But, 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 but is, there, is there a simple sort of rule of thumb that you could say to me, you know, a thousand miles of aviation or one hour's flying time is equivalent to going from here to Mullingar yeah, it, 10, 10 weeks or it, not? It is a, a, a per kilometre uh, value and it, it also depends on the size of the airplane and how high it's flying. But in general, a, a transatlantic trip is is about 1.6 tonnes uh, of CO2. So, so roughly... Per, per transatlantic yeah, trip? Yeah. And that's per passenger because yes. there could be 500 people on yes, board, yeah, right? Yeah, and actually so it's if, you quite fly, extraordinary if you fly high. first class, it's, it's higher because of course you're taking up more room. So, okay. so it's a right, less efficient way That's quite a lot. All right, so what is a car? It actually comes from the idea of an ecological footprint, which was something that came up in the 1990s, which you may have heard of. It's this idea of how many Earths do we need to sustain uh, the human population? So we're extracting resources at at a rate that's bigger than than what the Earth allows. And globally, uh, they would say we would need 1.5 Earths to sustain the entire global population at its current rate of consumption. But in Ireland, because our rate of consumption is much higher, it's three Earths that we need to 
continue living the way we live. The U.S. is four Earths and places like Kuwait are, are, are five Earths. So this idea of an ecological footprint is to get, get give us an idea that actually we're not living sustainably. So, so if we divide... Ireland's total carbon footprint, if you can do that, yeah. into the per capita population. What do we work out at? Uh, well, we are currently at about 12.8 tonnes of carbon per person, uh, and that's about 45% higher than the EU average. The EU average is right now around 8.8 tonnes. So we are we are definitely above average. We're not the highest. Uh, Estonia is at 16, and Luxembourg would be the highest at 20, and that's because they have a bit of a f- uh, uh, fuel tourism issue going on there as as uh, many trucks pass through Luxembourg and and stock up, so that's changed theirs. But yeah, we we have a long way to go. I mean, we 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 travel some of the longest distances to work. Our homes are very energy inefficient, and and all of that is contributing to our carbon footprint. Okay, now uh, that is the average figure. Yes. The total divided into whatever it is almost five million people. Mm-hmm. So. Who are the biggest offenders? Is it those that are commuting the furthest? How do we calculate an individual carbon footprint? Yeah, it's it's not quite clear, and you have to you have to check it every year. And so I went on uh, yesterday at the to look at the UN uh, Climate Council, the UNFCC approved carbon calculator, which is at offset.climateneutralnow.org, and that's a very simple carbon calculator. And without flying, I'm I'm coming in now at nine, just over nine tons of CO2. So I'm a little bit below. Give us a breakdown of that. So 56% of my carbon footprint right now is coming from electricity and heat, and that's because I live in a 1950s. Uh, detached semi-detached bungalow with a with you know poor energy rating that I need what's to your heating in. system uh, it's natural gas and uh, then that's really it yeah I'm not not really burning but you would you use any electrical heating uh, storage heaters or no, anything like that? no so it's a, now I do have a smart meter so I've set my my smart meter at 19 degrees which is kind of a little bit below uh, what what people would normally want the house at um, obviously if I drop it down another two degrees, I could probably save another ton and a half of carbon. So that's certainly something I should be doing to, to so lower you, my you, carbon footprint. So you should you should put on more jumpers and clothes and coats I and, should, and turn yeah. down the temperature, just like my granny told me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. I, yeah, but obviously I need to come up with the thirty five thousand euro to insulate my home and get it get it A rated if I really want to drop it down. But if you think about it, if the government would just decarbonize our energy system, so instead of burning coal and gas, if they switch to a renewable system. I could have my carbon footprint without any effort on my part. Was that due to your heating bill or your electricity bill? Yes, both. That's a combined, yeah. Okay. Now... um you you don't live alone. How do you divide it between you and the rest so of your that, household? Yeah, that's a household carbon footprint. Now, there's only two people in my house. So, so you divide not, it yeah, in half. So you, you could divide it in half and get an individual, but I'm looking at a, a okay. household carbon footprint. Cause obviously okay. Household now, carbon. say you live in Bray and you mm-hmm. come into to Diggs Lane mm-hmm. and you have the option. You take the dart, you take the bus, or you bring your private motor car. Yeah. So... Um, even electric car or a petrol or diesel. Yeah. Could you give us some of the breakdowns of sure. those modes of transport of what your carbon footprint on an annualised okay. basis will yeah. be? So I bought an electric vehicle uh, about a year and a half ago thinking this was going to make a major dent in my carbon footprint. It saved me about a tonne uh, of, of carbon per year to go from petrol to electric. And that's largely because my electricity is still powered by peat and coal and oil and gas. So so while I think... But you have no control over it. Yeah, because that's that's our Could you put a policy. solar panel on your roof? 
Uh, I could for probably seven, five to seven grand, and that that would help with the electricity. But yeah, right. that's an investment. Uh, so 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 you save about one ton per year to to switch to EV, and I suppose that's why Bruton's climate plan, which is so focused on electric vehicles, probably isn't going to get us to this idea of net zero by twenty fifty. Okay. But but that's all yeah. within the ambit of private yeah, motoring. What about take jumping on yeah. the dart? Yeah. There is a dart service. So I did that today? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a bus. So so switching to public transport from a petrol car saves you about a ton and a half per year. And again, that's because a lot of our public transport is fossil fuel powered, so it's not you right. know, it's not fully uh, renewable. But what about the issue that the train is going anyway, whether you get on it or not? That's true, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. And so you're certainly yeah. an individual, but, yeah. but we could be doing more. Now, if we switch to cycling, we can save over two tons uh, of carbon a year from a, from a that's car That's the most... So get double pneumonia yeah. in the winter and cycle your way <laughs> and in and lower get run your over. Blood pressure, get your run over by HGVs. And improve right. your mood and all okay. the other coping right, benefits right. of cycling. And I mean, if we look at flying again, I mean, if we, we switch from flying to a ferry for these short haul yes. flights, we, we can we can reduce our emissions by fifty percent for that trip. So, um, you know, that's, that's yeah, and yeah. that's that's quite considerable. If you yeah. say one transatlantic trip is one point six tons of carbon, yeah, it can be twenty percent of carbon. Okay, food. let's talk about food. Yeah. Now, every time I speak at a big event, you, you get a vegetarian standing up and saying that the solution to addressing climate change is to become vegetarian or vegan. And uh, certainly it can help. It can shave a, a couple tons off your footprint. So if we look at a, a high meat eater, uh, might might have about seven tons of carbon a, a year uh, in their diet. And a vegan would, would be about four tons less than that. So so you can really, you know, you can make a big difference by going vegan. But if you're already a low meat eater and you switch to, to vegan, you're all, you're shaving about two tons of carbon off. But your, no, but say things like right. fish or chicken yeah. or or things like yeah. that within protein sources. Yeah, so if or we, like cheese, so like their protein. Yeah, if we go from being or a, is it all tofu? Say burgers? a medium a medium uh, meat eater to a fish eater instead, yes. we save about a ton and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in the hierarchy. Uh, the home heating will be the most, like what you can do within your own thing. Well, the home heating would be number one. It depends on the person. So when I was flying a lot more for work, yeah. flying was the obvious okay. one. Okay, that's me number one in, in the hierarchy. Yeah, I would number say two, that's the, Number two, then, these are things that you might be able to change. Two is household heating, electricity. Three would be personal transport. Would that well, be? for me, three is diet, actually, because over 30% okay. of my carbon footprint is coming from diet. And my transport carbon footprint, because I take a lot of public transportation, is, is only about 15 percent of mine but that's different for everybody okay now um take things like that are community facilities like if someone uh, is in a nursing home if someone's in a hospital if someone works in a particular type of factory mm-hmm. that may have you know more intense use of heating or may int- intense use of energy mm-hmm. like do, do, does your work environment or your living environment outside of your home and your commute mm-hmm. actually get calculated in other words there's stuff that's expended or, you know, carbon footprint, that how do you allocate it to people? Like, say someone spends six months in hospital, do you ratchet up their carbon or how do you work it? Uh, no, because they, because buildings and companies and everything also have their own carbon footprint that they can do. So so they can measure their own carbon footprint and that becomes part of their 
their carbon footprint, not yours. So, you know, this is about a relative thing. It's about you getting down. But I think the really interesting thing is all the time we see governments pushing what an individual can do. And I've heard recently Department of Environment is throwing leaflets and letterboxes telling people to, you know, uh, use less plastic as a way of addressing uh, Mm. climate change. The reality is it's really hard for an individual. We can shave a ton of carbon off here and there by making these big investments. But but really, we need the system change. All right. Finally, uh, this Friday, the 19th of July, uh, you're going to be talking more about this climate change here and now at a place I know well because uh, my mother-in-law taught in Kiltegan in County Wicklow. What, what exactly is the event? Well, well, the, the the church has gotten more and more, all churches really and all religions have gotten more and more engaged in the idea of environment and sustainability. It's it's very linked to 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 religion now and, and uh, the Jesuit uh, St. Patrick's Missionary Society in Kiltegan is bringing uh, a lot of their priests home uh, from their missionaries. So on Friday they've asked me to come in and talk about carbon footprinting and they're particularly interested in dietary changes. But it's an open event and anyone can come if they email office at spms.ie. All right. And my thanks to Cara Augustenberg uh, telling us. And what was the name of the website again that you could start calculating your own? Uh, carbonfootprint.com is a good one, but there, there are other ones if you look at the epa.ie website under carbon footprinting. As always, Cara, thank you. The Hard Shoulder with Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk.